Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I'm really, really excited to have Tony. Tony is the founder of Chroma Bill. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, you are. All right. So, welcome to the couch, Tony. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm really, really good. Um, on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring on the couch amazing founders like yourself. Um, the couch where they talk about their products share their product journey and you know talk about how much impact this product is making in our communities today mm-hmm. so going right into the conversation what is chroma bill and can you tell us how it works yeah sure so chroma bill is a next generation personal finance application uh, we help consumers who are struggling with money management understand where their money is going and, and how to do a better job at managing their finances. So our application basically helps our users track their expenses a lot more easier and just help them see their money in a whole new way. Okay, so basically um, helping people make sense of their money, track their expenses, yeah. track you know the money going and coming out of um, their lives and how this money is being spent so just making sure that um, your financial health is literally on your palm where you can see it yeah exactly um, that's actually pretty pretty interesting so I'm very curious how did this all start what's the founding story like yeah sure so uh, it actually started from a personal pain point when when I was in college you know money wasn't something that was talked about or really taught to any students Um, and it really wasn't something that I talked about with friends or family either because you know bringing up that topic is kind of like taboo so unfortunately you know after leaving college I made kind of every financial mistake anyone could ever make you know from maxing out credit cards to taking out high interest loans so that really hurt my credit and and put me in a really difficult financial spot and I felt like all of this could have easily been prevented if I had that knowledge in school. You know, if our education system taught uh, about personal finance management. And I wanted to kind of create a system to help people learn about money and manage money a lot easier. Um, so that really propelled me to build out this application. Okay, okay. I like the personal pinpoints point of view which is just having a problem yourself and then yeah. solving it and assuming that a lot more people have the same problem and so solving it as kid right um and so very very curious according to your story um, um a lot is lost by not being able for um, by young people not being able to access um financial mm-hmm. education financial literacy education and so who is your core customer targeting people in school just like you were where you needed this education or like who are you targeting yeah so a lot of it is college students you know we are geared for the younger generation so that includes both gen z as well as millennials so our target demographic is really between the ages of like 18 to 24 um you know they have a net income of less than a million they are just starting to incur liabilities like car payments or subscription services and they also have you know very limited financial literacy education because of the current system today um you know so they're looking for just an easier way to manage track and and visualize their finances 
and we want to be that place for them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so, how do you see? How do you um, at Crumbill? How do you see financial literacy education? How do you contribute to financial literacy education? Is there like um, a tab on the app that you know gives people tutorials? You know, how 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 is the education part? Yeah, so we're going to be rolling out Crumbill in multiple phases. Um, one of the aspects that we are intending to roll out is we want to put in an explore page where our users get bite-sized insights on how to manage their money better. And all of this is going to be personalized based on your spending, based on the analytics that we have in-app uh, for you. But, you know, our primarily focus is going to be on educating our users on the fundamentals of effective money management. And we intend to do this using uh, community building within our application so that people can kind of track their progress um, to financial wellness um, and also financial prosperity too. Uh, and uh, this also, you know, will build a more accountability aspect to help people get over any type of challenges. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I like the um, Explore idea. I think it makes sense, especially for putting that kind of feature on an app where people would constantly look through. I also like the fact that it is personalized to, you know, the kind of person you are financially. So mm-hmm. information you get literally tailored to your behaviors and things like that. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, because there's so many, you know, topics and there's so many resources out there um, on YouTube, on articles, on Google searches, but none of them are really personalized to you and your spending. Um, so, you know, we don't want to just make uh, one platform that fits, you know, every single person. We want it to very niche it down and be as specific as possible. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So how long have you been building Chromabill and like, what would you say growth means to you at this point, looking back? Yeah, so the the inception of the idea kind of came um, in 2017. That's when I really started designing it. But I didn't really start working on it until um, around 2019. And then when COVID hit, it allowed me to really work full time on it, which was really helpful. Um, and then in terms of our growth, you know, I, I we recently put together like our five year projections for that. So in terms of where we plan to be in the next few years. So as long as, you know, we're on track to meet those KPI goals and projections, we should be able to grow pretty tremendously. Um, but also trying to, uh, you know, grow our community so that we can reach product market fit a lot easier. Um, you know, we're building the application in public, so we want to get our users as much involved as possible in terms of uh, helping us build it. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So um, how is that going right now? How many customers have you been able to gather since 2019? You know, what is that number looking like right now? And, you know, for the next big milestone, um, you said a lot of plans have been made, especially in a five-year span. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you look to scale into those plans? Are you looking to raise money soon? How's that looking like? Yeah, so we did recently start applying to multiple accelerators. We have a good amount of MRR right now, so we're looking to raise our pre-seed this year. Um, and that capital, you know, help us expand both our team in terms of, you know, the marketing side as well as the engineering side. That way, you know, we can iterate a lot more quickly and just ship out products as quickly as possible to our users. 
yeah yeah so what i'm asking this is um this podcast is sponsored by um some vcs in the us who might be interested in chroma bill and so are you are you going to be open to like speaking with them if i introduce you yeah absolutely all right that makes sense then this is a conversation would have after this podcast um, <laughs> okay so moving on um what would you say are your two major challenges that you face today in your day-to-day running of chromobile I, I i like to sense that one of them is really um um l- lack of um, um adequate resources in, in capital side of things to like scale up things very fast um, yeah so yeah other challenges yeah for sure i mean you hit the nail on on the first one which is you know the lack of resources right now we're a team of four um which makes you know iterating and shipping our features a lot harder because of that lack of resource um so if we were able to expand both on the marketing front and the engineering side we'll be able to achieve our goals a lot quicker and move our development along a lot quicker too and then the other major challenge too is kind of just taking the customer feedback we get and working as as closely as possible to reach product market fit you know that's a a challenge that a lot of startups face um but as long as you know you're going out of your way to better understand your target market then you can easily overcome that challenge yeah yeah that makes perfect sense um and so finally my last question for you would be what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far in the fintech space that you would like to pass on to another founder mm. yeah I, i thought this is a pretty great question you know i've i've only been in the space for a small period of time but yeah. in that time frame i did learn that there are a lot of like legal challenges when it comes to fintech um yeah. you know there are There, there's a lot of great technologies out there like Stripe and Plaid that make the possibilities of fintech, you know, kind of seem infinite. But yeah. there's also a lot of legal barriers too. So, for example, if you plan to transfer money from person to person, like a peer-to-peer lending platform, yeah. you can't really facilitate that unless you have a money transmitter license. Um, yes. And that's not really something easy that you can get. Um, yeah. because there's fees associated and you have to get it in every single state that you operate. So yeah. it's very difficult. That's why you'll see a lot of uh, fintech companies these days partnering up with like FDIC insured banks. Um, that way they can continue building their products and not have to worry as much about, you know, those legal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's actually a big lesson, you know, getting into the fintech space without really knowing how much of regulatory work needs to be done is actually yeah. a really, really big lesson. So I'd like to thank you so much for that. That was actually really, really insightful. I could personally relate to that. So I'd like sure. to thank you so much for coming on the couch today. This has been an interesting conversation. What do you think? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and so if you're out there and you're listening to this, um, make sure to check out Chromabill. Um, this is an app you could literally use to start getting financially responsible because you get financial literacy education. You also get this application that literally, you know, 
tells you what your financial health is so like tells you how you're spending what you're spending things on you know how it measures this week versus last week and all the things you need to you know put your financial health in one place chroma build does all of that for you so make sure to check out the product and if you are also listening make sure to subscribe make sure to share this episode with your friends you already know that every single week we bring you people like tony on the couch who they come and they talk about their products so um if you found this episode really really helpful make sure to subscribe make sure to share it and until next time see ya